Welcome to the Nifty Chicks. In this episode, we chat with Melina, aka Girl in the Verse. She is a video coach, a podcaster, hype woman, storyteller, speaker, and your cheerleader. We are excited to chat with a fellow podcaster who is on a journey to give more women a voice in their business and in the world. Let's do this. So I personally am super excited about this episode today. I stumbled upon the girl in the verse, aka Melina, on Twitter, basically because of Women and Weapons Season 2. I was seeing some of the things that she had been doing online, and so I, I basically went on her Twitter and started just like browsing, you know, which I rarely do, like go back and see what people posted a long time ago. Like you have to be really interesting to me to do that. And then I went and looked at her website and I was like, oh my God, Jen FT, we have to talk to this girl because I think she's like my, I don't, spirit animal. She's my, I don't know, just everything she was saying. I was like, I love her. And then we talked and then we met. (laughs) that's that's the power of web three right like you meet these people who obviously have a shared interest and shared mission and goal and and you find out that like they're way cooler even than you could imagine so Mm -hmm. she's a perfect example of that and i'm so glad that you did reach out to her and do a little minor normal stalking of her because um you know as soon as you said like stalking if (laughs) I mean, no, it is not stalking. <laughs> Let's be clear. Stalking is very bad. Um, <laughs> what you did is not stalking, but it's a it's a friendly, um, I want to get to know you, so I'm going to just search your socials for a while. And yeah, I guess I guess there might be a fine line between like what's creepy and what's not. I mean, if you I, mean, I didn't go back that far. Now, <laughs> <laughs> I believe you. I believe you. But either way, um, I'm so excited that you did because she um, she's just awesome. And I, I really yeah. do. Um, I do think that we all have a lot of things in common between the three of us. So I'm excited to share Definitely. with our audience who she is and bring her to uh, to our, our people. Yeah. So I say we go ahead and do it because this is actually we have quite the conversation and we try to keep our interviews somewhat shorter, but sometimes we have lots of words and I'm not going to stop a conversation that I think is good. So so let's do it. Let's do it. All right. Welcome to the Nifty Chicks. We are excited to have Melina, who is also known as Girl in the Verse. And I stumbled across you, I don't know how long ago, I feel like I've been following you for a while now, but there was one night we were especially active on Women and Weapons. It must have been when season two launched and I kept like, I kept seeing you in different interactions. So then of course I like went to your Twitter page and kind of went down the rabbit hole of your Twitter page and was like, oh my God, this is a girl after my own heart. And so I reached out to you and invited you on the show. So I'd love to just hear a little bit of background about you and what brought you into this lovely NFT space. Thank you. That's so nice. It's so welcoming. I'm so happy to be here. 
Um, and I'm happy that you mentioned that first, that that's how you sort of found me because I like to say that, you know, whoever starts anything using social media, if you want people to like, comment and share your stuff, you need to be doing the same exact thing. And so thank you for acknowledging the fact that I am so unbelievably proud of the women and weapons team. Um, and so when seasons two, season two came out, I was like, I have to go and congratulate everyone who minted, everyone who was excited about it. So thank you for that. Cause I think it's important in this community to like comment and share everyone. Cause we're all so new in the space. And I think we all need those words of encouragement, especially right now in this market. <laughs> right. Absolutely. So, yeah. So thank you for that. Um, so about me, it's always interesting because I come from, you know, multimedia journalism background. I worked in television for 10 plus years. Um, and so I like to say that storytelling is what sets everyone apart from everybody else that we're comparing ourselves to on Instagram and social media and TikTok and whatnot. Um, so I did that for 10 years until I realized, because it was a real dream of mine, you know, to work in television and to tell my mom, listen, I can get on the six o'clock news. And then I did. Um, and I did that for 10 years. And then there was one thing, you know, one thing led to another, but I realized that I just wasn't happy. And I think, you know, for a lot of people and a lot of young women, we tend to forget that, you know, the big dreams of ours can also mean that in reality, we don't really want it anymore and that it's okay to say out loud, well, listen, this is no longer good for me. And so I like to say, I, you know, it's like a breakup. I broke up with journalism and media because I was like a rabbit hole. I couldn't get out of it. Um, and I chose to stay because, I wanted to share people's stories because the core values were there for me. And that's what, you know, made me do be in that field for such a long time. I was really, you know, invested in talking about people, sharing their stories, giving them the platform that I know that they needed to be able to speak about things that were bothering them, you know, protests in the street, just anything you could think of black lives matter, like anything. Um, I was there, you know, to witness it, to see it. And I wanted to be the, see here, you know, for people. Um, but you only have like a minute and a half to, you know, for like spotlight on television. But um, but there was that grinding that I didn't love anymore and the sleepless nights and the, you know, like one day I just woke up and I said, you know what? I just want to have pancakes on Sunday morning. And I don't even <laughs> eat pancakes. But it was just like one of those things. I was like, you know what? Like I'm entitled to go to brunch. Like I, for 10 years, you know, I saw my girlfriends go for brunch, <laughs> you know, go, go have cocktails. And I'd be like, I'm sorry. I'm like live on TV, breaking news and like wind in my hair and like, you know, smoke <laughs> and like fire dumpster fire back at me, you know? And my mother, who's a hairdresser would be like, I didn't like your hair tonight. And it's like, that's not the point. That's not why I'm here, you know? Thanks um, mom. <laughs> exactly. So, um, yeah, I like to say it was like a breakup. And I think it's it's important for women. And like, I'm only 30 years old. But I realize like even that 14-year-old, that 18-year-old who's on TikTok right now needs to hear it from someone like me that, you know, that is saying out loud, like I had this dream and I lived it and I did it for 10 years. But I realized like it's not my forever. 
And that's okay too. So that's why like I compare it to a breakup, you know, like your first breakup where you're like, I love him so much, but it's just never going to work. And that's what it was. Um, yeah. And then, you know, um, I share stories. I share my stories, very docs in my own life, very public on social media. Um, so now I'm in this other world where I feel like I have to keep posting online, but that's another story. (laughs) Um, And then my journey in Web3 really started, and you know, I I say it proudly, like my boyfriend was talking to me about crypto and Bitcoin and and NFTs, and I didn't care. He'd be like talking, and I'd be like, and turn around. Like, it's just what I did. Like, I didn't care. This is what I was like, oh my gosh, we're the same. (laughs) Yeah. So what year was that? A year ago. Okay. (laughs) I feel like a year ago, which sounds like a long time in this. Which, yeah, seems like a lifetime in Web3 and crypto. (laughs) Yeah. And like, I just didn't care. And today he's my biggest supporter. He's happy I'm in it. He's happy that I want to help more women understand it. And I think, you know, that's where my background comes in, which is he kept talking to me about it, but I didn't care. And I realize now I, I only didn't care because of how people were explaining it to me. Mm-hmm. Which was because, yeah, where were you hearing it from? Men, men. right? <laughs> men who are like, we're going to the moon. And I was like, right? <laughs> yeah. What does okay. that mean? Right? Yeah. <laughs> um, even as a creator, NFTs, and I'm I'm having this like sort of hard time too with my girlfriend who's like, it's just a picture. It's just a, and I'm like, no, but like, and I'm trying on my best, right? Like to be like, well, no, think about your Gucci purse. What if, and then they're like, wait, what? And so like, we have to make it more relatable. Yep, <laughs> so right. for a year, 100%. for a year, I was just, you know, the first six months of him blabbing to me, I just didn't care until I was like, okay, let me put in the work. Let me do some research. And then we fell into this rabbit hole of we're going to create our own NFT project. And everyone was excited. And I remember like we joined a couple of our friends who were into NFTs at the time as well. And I was at the table like, guys, I don't think I want to be a part of this. Like, I don't, I don't see it for myself. And everyone was like, how dare you be against us? You know? And I just, I didn't see it and I didn't care. And I say it out loud and I say it proudly because I know that everybody else after us in a year from now are going to be like, that's me. That was me Mm -hmm. too. Um, And then they were like, no, can you do the marketing for our NFT project? And I said, well, what's the image? You know, what's the picture? They're like, we don't know. We're going to figure it out later. I'm like, no, that's not how this works. And so they were questioning me, but because I think I have the marketing communication storytelling background where I was like, you know what, the image is actually important, although maybe now less, but how you're going to present this is important. So what is it? Right. And so anyway, all this to say, it didn't work out with these people um, because I was against it and I didn't really care until I got home and was like, you know what, maybe I should just do my research. I can't commit to an NFT project right now and help them grow because I need to understand this. Um, And so I went home, did my own research, like we tell everyone to do, right? Um, And then for some strange reason, it clicked. The NFTs clicked more than the cryptocurrency itself. Bitcoin never clicked for me. Um, Nothing clicked except for understanding that this piece of art can mean XYZ utility Mm -hmm. and do this for us. And then I'll take it a step further as a creator, 
right? Like we're all creatives. Mm -hmm. Well, then what changed for me was knowing that, oh my God, I could get paid for the stuff I'm posting for free on Instagram. What? And that's, that's where my mind went. Once I started seeing that these platforms were no longer serving me, I was serving them. And I try to teach this to everyone right now, even in web two. And like, aren't you tired of posting consistently and like not getting results? And all you're doing is trying to run to get 10,000 followers, but nobody cares. And so that's where, that's how it started for me. It's like that's a amazing. pretty long answer, but. <laughs> no, you know what? It's interesting because um, when we, Erin and I, Minty Cell and I were chatting one day, she was like, oh my gosh, I just met on Twitter, like the other me, like my <laughs> spirit animal. And, you know, it's interesting. I was like, okay, I'm, I dig this. I'm going to, I'm going to check her out. This is going to be great. Um, but your story is so much similar to my story. I was expecting I it to be like Aaron's and Mindy Sell's story, but it's like my story. And I realized that all of our stories are like rooted in the same type of themes of like, doesn't understand it coming from men who are speaking a different language. It's going over our heads, admittingly, that's okay. But then someone somewhere explains it in a way and it clicks. And that was my experience too. I know uh, Minty Cell talks about garbage pail kids, um, you know, being that moment for her. And like, it's so interesting because like, I feel like that is the story that so many of us have. And what I'm trying to figure out, and I think you're also on the, on the same mission, is how do we get it to click for more women because I, I speak, I've got so many friends who are like, I, I, I get it. I understand as a JPEG, you can make money off of it. You can, you know, you know, create things. It's in it. There are utilities. They get it on the surface, but it, that click moment isn't there. How do we like the three of us get more women to see it for what we see it as and to get involved, even if they don't put you know, money behind it. They don't have to invest it. Just get involved because it's, it's a, it's a movement. I feel like it's a movement. How do we do that? Yeah. I'm, I'm struggling it with myself. Like I just started TikTok and I was like, okay, how do I make this digestible? And it's been very hard because I sometimes catch myself using these big words, big words, right. meaning web three. Like nobody yeah, right. knows what that means, you know? Right. Um, it's hard. And my girlfriends, you know, God bless them, but they see me going through like all these things. Cause like for five years, I've been preaching the importance of doing video, right. And like showing up as the face of your business and women would come to me on Instagram, like, but I sell cookies. I don't need to show my face. And I'd be like, well, that's where you're wrong. Because how do you separate your cookies from everybody else's cookies on Instagram? You can't yeah, about relating. They're it's all about the story, right? Yeah, and it's yeah. all about, well, this mom, you know, like, why are you making these gluten-free cookies? Oh, well, my son has this, 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 you know, is allergic to, well, talk about that. That's it. Yeah. Exactly. And so for so long, I was like preaching video. And then I entered the space and I remember in my first Twitter space, I'd be like, yeah, video. And people were like, no, because in this space, everyone is referred to their pictures. Right. <laughs> Not and yeah, every, nobody wants to dox themselves. And so I myself am having a hard time bridging my two worlds, which is I do video. I'm comfortable showing myself, 
But I think it also comes, like to answer your question, I think for women, the hardest part is understanding that we have a space at this table. Because I think for yes. so long we were like, no, this is, I can't, like I was like that with my boyfriend. I was like, what do you mean I'm going to make money? I can't make money. Um, and then when I went on Instagram and I was like, hey guys, have you heard about NFTs? And like people were like, oh, so now you're a finance coach. And I was like, wait a second, I'm not telling you, you know, how to make money or what to invest in. I'm telling you, this is, you know, the next biggest thing or new technology that can help us, you know? And so I'm having a hard time, mm -hmm. but I do think for women, it's this lack of understanding that we have a place at the table, or we have Love a seat that. at the table. There is space for us here and that we can grow and that, yes, eventually that can lead to dollars, but yeah, it, it, it's, it's, it's weird. It's very interesting. Cause again, I could not understand it. I, I really could not. And then, you know, I went through a phase of only purchasing women led projects as well. I was like, I have to support my women. I have to get invested. Like I have to find out what each of these women are trying to build. Um, so I had my fair share of like women, 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 women as well. Which is space. me. <laughs> much like, I mean, look at my background. It's like all women-led projects. And that's, that is primarily what I support currently. I mean, I, every now and then I'll find something else that I'm like, okay, I can, I can get behind that. But what's, what's interesting too, is that I know each and every project that you, that you have there, which is nice too, because it's very telling because my man will be like, they all look the same. And I'm like, no, this one has a vodka <laughs> glass in her hands. And like, you know, like, which is funny too, when you see the guys. And I think this is what's fun about this space is um, you see how the guys buy and how they're investing and you see how the women buy and invest. And it's so mm -hmm. different. Yes. We it go, totally is. We're looking for utility. We're looking at how, how can this help more of us? And men are like, well, these are just cool pictures. Like, mm -hmm, it really is. Like one of the things that I've, I've said from the beginning is I never understood like board apes and crypto punks when, or even Gary B, B friends, when they first came out, I was like, they're ugly. I don't care about that. What's the point? And then of course, you know, I say I'm kick myself now for not investing in all of those back then, but it is what it is. And I figured I'm doing the best I can to support women and women led projects and women that are supporting other women. And so what was, what was your gateway NFT? What was the first project you bought? Do you remember? Oh yeah, of course. Uh, of course. I remember I, I'm starting to write about my first mint because I will be the first to say that it was not exciting. I thought like there was gonna be like confetti coming out of like the screen. I was like, I'm buying my first NFT. What? But what does she look like? And then it was like, we gotta wait. I was like, wait for what? Wait. <laughs> it's like this is not fun. Um, and I'm still torn if I love minting or if I love secondary. Because I'm yeah, I me too, me too. Yeah, but my first. We'll talk about that in a sec. But my first, my first first project. I'm very proud um, to continue supporting. Um, this NFT project. It's called Mavion. Oh, um, yeah. I have one yeah. of those too. <laughs> so Mavion was my first NFT project. 
But again, at the beginning, I was like researching. And I was like, my boyfriend's like, you got to buy projects with like good utility. And, like, and I was like, okay. Um, and like, I felt like I needed to have like a checklist. Like, well, they're saying this and like I'd analyze the roadmaps, but Mavion, <laughs> back to Mavion. Because a lot of people still don't know Mavion. Um, and I was, I was surprised that it hadn't minted out overnight, to be honest. Um, what I loved about Mavion was that, especially for people who were starting out like me, um, I saw the utilities right off the bat, which is whatever jewelry you see in your NFT, you will eventually own. And I was like, that's interesting. That's fashion mm -hmm. 3.0, which is nice. And then eventually we'll have that fashion jewelry in the metaverse or let's say on Instagram in stories or however they're going to do it. Um, what I loved too about Mavion was again, giving, you know, designers that money. And I think that, that to me is like the core of all of this. Again, going back to the creators, the artists, the designers, anyone you can think of who's creating something and then, oh, here's Forever 21 copycatting it, you know? Um, so I was happy for that, happy to see that we were looking for designers who had original stuff um, and that we could give them, you know, money and pay them for what, you know, they, for what they're building and, you know, give them the money that they deserve. So Mavion was my first, but going back to like minting or buying on secondary. Yeah. So I minted two Mavions at the beginning. I minted the first, first night and I only minted two. And I only knew like maybe eight months later that you should always mint three. I didn't understand that right. because at the beginning <laughs> I was for me. And I say this all the time. The minute I put money into my wallet in my head, it's already gone. It's gone. Uh, same. <laughs> so I I couldn't understand why I'd buy three and then sell one and keep. I was like, I'm keeping everything because it's already gone. Like I don't know how to get it back. Um, so I only minted two because at the time I was like, this is what I could afford to lose because I couldn't understand. Like it was so new. So I minted two um, Mavions, and then I had to wait like I think a month. Um, to see what she looked like or whatnot. Um, and then all I kept praying for was, I hope she looks like me. And so now I'm like a year later, a year and a half later, I'm, I'm now like, I think I prefer buying on secondary because I get to choose what right. I want. That's so interesting. You say that because Minty Cell is the same way. She's like, all right, I minted and I really want the one with the microphone or the one with dark hair. Like she's like, uh -huh. I want it to look like me. And I'm like, I like oh. anyone that looks pretty, but um, yeah, she's all about getting like collecting a wallet of them. And so, yeah, I, I go, I, well, I kind of go back and forth cause I do like minting, but I, what I don't like about it is I feel like I never get anything rare or good. I always get like the most generic, and so, and then I also don't get the, what I want. Like I don't get the me, you know? And so I'm, sometimes I meant, but pretty much I always go back on the secondary and buy the one I want. So yeah. And then no, I buy I'm more. Same. I'm the same. Um, the only one, like now I just come to terms with, this is what I minted and tough. Um, but I'm, I'm such a holder. Like I hold everything. I haven't sold anything. And like, 
I've met these women who are like, you gotta like buy this. And like the minute like you mint it, then you sell it right away. And like, they have all these tricks. And I'm always like, I, I don't know. Cause I'm just keeping them. So I'm like the, probably like the worst person. <laughs> I'd say this, but <laughs> probably in the end, it, and, you know, I heard this from a lot of women. So I also host like a trading space. And like a lot of these women who are like, they know when to sell and whatnot. They're mm -hmm. looking at stuff and they look at graphs. And, um, but they, they also tell me, you know, like, it's okay to hold on to stuff. If you really think like you're going to, and then, you know, one person told me, you'll never mint a rare one. So just sell it. And I'd be like, but what if I do? <laughs> so I'm like, to sell. I don't want to sell. What a weird um, thing to say. Never mint a rare one. Like, I mean, I mean, I will. The, what the uh, I mean, I guess what are the odds, right? And someone has to be minting the rare ones. Why can't it be so, you? So, I have a I have a question for you. I want to know your thoughts on this because I feel like a lot of times the rare rare mints, whatever, end up with celebrities in a lot of projects. We know they're I not minting that, though. That too. Right? Like, or, or it's like people who have been in the space longer or like have a certain following, like maybe not all celebrities, but let's say in the Twitter, like mm -hmm. NFT space have like a ton of followers. They always end up having like a cool one. Right. Yeah. I, I always question, is it their wallets like have a secret star at the end and then they know when to send it to them? I don't know. It's well, possibly. I mean, like, I, mean I feel like recently, I can't remember what the project was, but I feel like Logan Paul ended up with like some one of one. Do you remember that, Jen FT? We talked about it, I think, on no. a show. Um, I just, that to me is like, that's icky. If, like, yeah, if they're I, holding, I, if they're holding the rare ones specifically back from being publicly minted, even though like their story and their narrative is that like it, you can mint five out of ten thousand, but X actually five out of nine hundred and fifty because we're or keeping 9, the rarest of the rare to give to are, celebrities. Right, right. That then, that's not cool. Like to me, it needs to all be randomly generated, randomly distributed, and you can mint the one of one that, I mean, I know when Gen FT, when we do our project, that's how it's going to be. Like if 100%. there will not be like, we're holding something back so that, you know, one of us or somebody that we want to promote our project gets this, you know, highly coveted no. NFT. No, because it should be random. It yeah. should be random. I, I wonder how it's all, honestly, it's such a maze for me, like, I don't even know how it works. I'll be honest. I just feel like I'm such an outsider. Um, I, I don't know how it works. The same thing for like the women and weapons seasons two. Um, I saw a lot of people um, that either like just bought like the first one on secondary, like the day before, and then they got like a cool one the next day. And I was like, how is that? You know, I don't know how it works. I really don't know. Um, but I do know that I, most of the times I, I have to agree with Minty Cell, I'm never 100% satisfied with my mint. I'm always like, why didn't I get rainbow skin? <laughs> you know? right? I've been, I actually, I think I've been really lucky. I've minted now several projects and usually I'm, you know, within a 10,000, I'm usually in like the top 10% 
of my mints. And I don't know, I don't have a star at the end of my wallet. (laughs) Like I wish I did. (laughs) But um, I think there's like a little bit of luck in there or whatever. But um, I've gotten pretty lucky. I enjoy minting. I think it's like the excitement of minting. But then well, I what the about thing. it? Like, I don't like oh, no. see my first mint. Um, you know, I was like, okay, now confetti's gonna come out of the screen, and they're gonna show me my, you know, what I bought. You know, like kind of well, like the when process you isn't exciting. No, the process isn't <laughs> exciting. But what's exciting is you're generally assuming that you think that the project is good, and you're investing in it to begin with. You're getting it at a, probably the lowest price if the project does actually succeed. You'll never see any of these projects, you know, for sale at 0.08 again. Like it's the only time you'll ever get it. So I think that's exciting. And then like the you could get, I don't know, any sort of combination of things and then go onto the secondary market and pick the one that you actually want. But I, I think it's fun. I, I yeah. enjoy it. That's so I will say, I will, I just have to say this because you're talking about like exploding confetti and like it being exciting. And I'm, it, it makes me think of, and Jen of T, I know you're familiar with this project, but um, so I used to be the producer for bad crypto podcast and they did a project called blockchain heroes and they've since done other projects along with blockchain heroes. And I think one of the coolest things that they did in that is they had packs. And when you click on your pack, like you can eat, you can choose to open it or not. But when you click on the pack, there's like a video and the pack like spins around and like cards fly. And then boom, you see your cards from that pack. And it's like opening, like from when we were kids, like opening a pack, you know, of, baseball cards or garbage pail kids and you get to find out what's inside the pack and i think that that opening should like more people need to do that where it is like you decide whether or not you want to see what's behind the curtain and they make it more exciting and i don't honestly i don't know if that's possible with open i would imagine it is they did everything on um, Atomic Hub and the Wax Wallet, which we actually just did a tutorial on the other day. Um, but if it is possible, I feel like that's one of the things that people should be or projects should be considering is making Agreed. the mint more exciting. I mean, at least like with World and or Women and Weapons season two, I feel like they made it like a little bit more of the process with your NFT changing as it got closer and closer and like telling that story with it but it still was just all of a sudden like oh there's your nfts and you see them there was there's nothing exciting about it the other thing i was what i would love to talk about because yeah it's not that exciting but for me right now my biggest like what's tearing me apart is i'm not sure about these season twos i'm not understanding same i i um there's something about these season twos and like, you know, we're seeing a pattern, right? Like if season three comes out next year, I'm not sure, you know, where we're going to see this value long-term. I think, you know, eventually, like in five years from now, we're still going to be like the OG, like you're going to want season one for everything anyway. Um, so I don't know. Like I, you know, right now I'm not really buying anything. I'm not even doing the free men's. 
I've just been focusing my time on and building and creating my content and building a community. Um, but what do you guys, what do you girls think about these season twos or these second so I think there's going to be a game. Of it? I think there's going to be a game eventually, some sort of game where you compete like with the heroines and the villains and the aliens. And then I think probably it's going to have something to do with season one as well. Like, I don't know. You're I, saying for this project I, in particular, but let's say even like World of Women Galaxy. Yeah. Like mm -hmm. the 40. Well, they're, are, they're doing, like, did you see they're launching something, um, I believe today, when we're recording this on July 6th, um, but they announced that they are they were doing something. Uh, hold on. I'm with you, know. Melina. I don't like the whole season two concept. I think it dilutes the whole um, value of what they've released. And like, if they keep releasing more and more seasons, then it's just going to devalue the all of them across the board. So I'm I'm not a fan. I did not like that World of Women released twenty thousand. I think it was of the Galaxy ones. I just think it's like keep keep the first season really special and make it super super special to be a holder of those um and and keep piling so on what would you recommend then for them to continue because if you just do one season and you don't continue building then what's the next step i'm gonna say one thing uh, i don't know how it's gonna come out but how about we just we figure out if we're actually building these roadmaps like, how about we just build oh. one thing first? Because I think for me right now, the hard part for myself too is, you know, I'm buying the, I'm buying this. Um, and I'll be honest, I'm not following every project to the T. Like I'm on everyone's. It's impossible to. Right? It's impossible. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, you know, going back to the apes, I still have a hard time understanding what they're trying to do. I'll be honest, like today they're, you know, they're talking about their lands and whatnot, but how about we, you know, cause we talk about being so early. So how about we all play the waiting game? How about we all, you know, figure out, well, where are we all going to be in five years? So like my issue with the season twos and the second versions, and I know cause I spoke to a lot of these artists, right? Like I got to meet them at VCon and they were like, well, for us artistically, like we grew and like we wanted to draw different things. And I'm like, I totally get that. But we have to remember, you know, it's, it's a brand. And so it's almost like saying, well, Nike, well, now Nike's pink, you know? Um, so, or we, we look at them as like seasons, like this is the fall collection and this is the spring, you know, I'm thinking about like designers, right? Like how, cause I know as artists, they want to show their new skills, like they're drawing and they're, they're, you know, transforming their art and whatnot. But I think as a buyer, I'm having a hard time seeing how we can, you know, like eventually you like, what's the better season? Is it season 10, season six, season one? Like, I'm not sure. And I'm, I'm also a bit like what Jen, Jen FT said, like, is season one just going to be so diluted by season 10 where you're like, we don't care about season one. Right. I, I, don't well, I don't know. Season one, you're OG. You're, I, I, I don't I think eventually the art is just going to look better, right? By season 10. Like, that's my whole. <laughs> You'd hope so. Okay. So, counterpoint, like, CryptoPunks. I mean, what the hell are those? Like, pixelated punks that, in my opinion, look like shit. Yeah. So, 
I mean, yeah, but think think about like the art community, right? So um, think about like really exceptional high end artists. They only have a hundred paintings in the world. True. That's what makes them special. And if you have one of those hundred paintings, you hang it up in your, on your wall and you be sure to tell everyone about it who walks into your house. If that painter all of a sudden, you know, comes up from the dead and decides to paint a now a thousand new paintings, people are like, that's not that special anymore that you're a holder of this, you know, specific artist because he's continuously making more and more content that like, it's just not nearly as special. That's, that's, it's the, it's the brag game, right? If you have something so rare and like, so um, uh, what's you know, few amount of, you know, I can't think of the word, then that's what makes it special. Yeah. It's exclusive. It's exclusivity. Exclusive. It's a limited quantity. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And CryptoPunks, I'm not part of the group, but I'm guessing all the holders of, of CryptoPunks um, have incredibly engaging conversations, access to events and or content in, and or resources that none of us else have. I would be interesting in holding a CryptoPunk, even though like they are just a JPEG in my mind. But I'm guessing they're not because they're continuously, you know, it's it's exclusivity. I think it's good. Well, okay, so it's like exclusivity into a boys club. Sorry, I'm I'm cutting you off. But you've got, let's say, you've got like fame ladies. I see you've got crypto chicks. Uh, you've got not your bro. You've got the sad girls. Would you buy season two of all of them? That's my question to you. Would you go and be like? Well, now Sad Girls is coming out with unicorn ears, and I'm going to go buy yeah. the second. Would you do that? <laughs> mm-hmm. Wow. See, yeah. I, I probably and maybe not all projects, but a lot of projects. There are certain projects that I'm maybe questioning right now because there's been some stories and things that are going on in communities that I'm not going to say what I've heard just because like don't feel they're like all rumors. Do that, Mindy, so I think you need to tell us. Or you tell me after. I need to know. <laughs> We're yeah, going to dive into I mean, NF truths right now. There's rumors out there about different projects and what's going on behind the scenes. And some of them are my favorite projects. And I can, I can see. You're leaving us it. hanging. <laughs> I would say it if I knew that it was like there was truth behind it. And I just don't know. I can't confirm. So I don't want to say something about a project that I, I don't know. There's just, if you go into the discords, there's talk in the communities and about certain projects. Gen FT, I know, you know, one of the projects I'm talking about because we've talked about it since the mint. Um, oh my God! You have to tell me after off the record. I'm not going <laughs> to tell anyone. I just I will. you know what I it will. is off the record. Off the record. I will, and I'll tell you an off the record story too. Because, and I'm I'm currently writing an article right now. Let's talk. We can talk about this. So I'm I'm currently talking. I'm I'm currently writing an article right now, and I'm having a hard time writing it because I got a lot of hate on one of these Twitter spaces one night, um, because I flat out said out loud. I have been supporting women-led projects this whole time. I've been only purchasing from women for women because I'm like, let's do this. Let's get the women. Let's amplify our voices. Um, but then th- th- there came a time where I was like, okay, um, I'm entering spaces and 
you know, these women projects would come in like, yes, we're women led and we want to, you know, do this and this and this for women and kids and, and women all over the world. And, and I was like, this is great. You know, it's really good on paper, but how are you going to do this really? Um, and it's not because I want to say that I don't want to support our women. It's that I want us to stop saying that we're women led. I want us to come up with real utility. I want us to stop saying, well, we're doing this for women. We're women project. We're women. It's all women. Like I need to hear concrete action because I'm not getting it anymore. And like, I'm, I'll be honest. I was on a high, high, high of only buying women projects until one day I realized, wait a second all of you are going to do this. Like it can't, there's something off. And my issue right now is that we sort of shot ourselves in the foot because we were like, we're women. We're not men. We're only going to do, we're only going to talk in women's spaces. We're only going to, you know, women, 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 where we have to also acknowledge that yes, there are men, but we don't have to only be women. We could have some men part of this group too. Right, and, and so we we need men to help us, like to to really drive our. I was saying that to Mindy Sell. I totally agree with what you're saying, and it is. It can feel like a little bit of a rabbit hole, and then you realize, like, we'll get where we want to be. I think we all know where we all want to be in this space so much faster if we bring men into the equation and utilize their voices too to help us, like there's such shame in being like, oh, we don't want, you know, we don't want to ask men for help. Why not? They ask for us for to help in so many ways in life. Why don't we ask them for help? We'll get there so much faster. I'm, I'm a firm believer in that too. I agree. Yeah. I just like, and you know, I am always questioning these women that get up on a stage and they have that time. They have that time. They've got that moment to speak. And they're like, well, we're women led and we believe in women. And it's like, but what else? Like how else as a woman can you help everyone in this space? You know, and, and I'm tired of us having to feel like we need to say that we're women. It's like, we, we got it. It's fine. Um, and, I, and I know because my name is Girl in the Verse specifically because at the beginning it was like, Hey bro, this bro wants to speak. And I was mm -hmm. like, I'm going to make it obvious that I'm a girl. So I right. named it, you know, I named myself girl in the verse. So I was like, and sometimes I'll get these men in these men's spaces. They're like, Oh, you made it so clear for us. Cause I even wrote girl in cat. <laughs> like, um, so I get that. Thank you. Like, you know? Yeah. Like I, I understand that. But, you know, I'm not one to be like, well, I'm a woman. Like, I want us to start just going straight into our pitch. Like, stop saying that you're women. Stop saying that it's women-led and go straight into your pitch. What is this project? What is it about? And that's sort of what I'm trying to. And I'm trying to right now write it out without sounding horrible. Because <laughs> then, again, as women, then I feel this sort of pressure that I'm going to be, you know, mean towards other women and that's not the goal i really want us to amplify our like our voices but without having to feel like we need to say that we're women it's but, fine yeah. to say hey yeah. this is my project um this is what we're doing but stop entering and stop i want your pitch to not be we're women led and we want to help women let's let's be let's be kick-ass because we're kick-ass 
Right. Not because we're women who are kick-ass. Let's just be kick-ass. There you go. <laughs> and we live right. in a world right now where it's like, who cares if you're a man? Who cares if you're a woman? So why, why is it in this space it's been so women, men? And then where does everyone else? Well, I, I think it's just because we're so late to the game. Like the men have been in this space for so, I mean, yes, there were women in this space. I'd, I've been in this space now, like four and a half, five years almost in crypto. And when I first started going to conferences, it was like maybe 10% women, maybe. And it has changed. It's getting better, but it's still not great. I mean, I, I would still say we're around like a 70, 30 mark, maybe 65, 35, maybe uh, it's, it's still heavily dominated by men. But and do you think that's why we feel the need to have I think, to I think just, that's part of it. I think it's also the, like you said, you're coming into a space and you're being called uh, dude and bro uh, you know, and, and I think part of that too, like we had this conversation um, a little bit on, at NFT NYC on our panel, um, like the gaming space is really bad. And I was, I, we were talking about this yesterday or the other day on a show. Um, I was watching some video and they were talking about the gaming space and just how mean people are in gaming. And oh, I mean, definitely that's nothing to do like web three. I do not feel that at all in this space, but I think that's probably part of it is that, I don't know, it's it's just that we're, we haven't I think there's been a good, I think there's a, a, we can have a good balance between being supportive, continuously highlighting and giving women the platform to share their stories and share their projects, but at the same time, knowing that you know, it is important to be inclusive. We'll, we'll get to where we want to go much faster. Um, and you're right, Mintizel, like there's a reality that we are, I mean, there are more men in this space than there are women. Nobody can argue that. And so if our mission is to bring more women into the space, that's only to help lift the entire space, not just women. The more women are involved, the more you know, money is circulating in this circulating in this space, the, the better this space becomes, the more secure it becomes, the more empowering, productive we become. So I think it's like the whole mission is like so many layers and levels to it. But um, it's exciting. It's exciting to be where we are and for us to have the opportunity to be doing what we're doing. Um, and to I think I think as I keep saying, you know, we're so early and like NFTs are so early that we have the ability to shape and evolve how this space transitions over time. And if we just keep, you know, all of us pushing towards a really, you know, great space for everyone, we'll, we'll get there. We'll get there. It's going to take a while, but we'll get there. Yeah. I, I mean, I, even in this space, even if forever were 70, 30 or what was it? 70? I, yeah. I mean, that's just my guess. <laughs> Yeah. But what I mean is, which is fine. I just, I want women to stop feeling like it's a crutch. Like, so what? So we're 70, 30, who cares? You know, like yeah. for me, it's what if we just like, you know, it's this comment, it's this thing about like, we don't have to prove that the women are here. Let's just do it. Let's just be it. And let's just 
you know. Um, and that's that's been my issue with World of Women since day one. I mean, I was at VCon and I, you know, like you guys said, I'm a women and weapons holder. I love the women and weapons project. But what I tell everyone, because everyone at VCon was like, but why don't you own a WoW? And I was like, well, I can't relate to this project. And then people would be like, what do you mean? It's the first women project. And I'm like, okay, um, MySpace was also first, <laughs> you know? Um, I think for me, it's not enough to say that you were the first women project. What are you doing for women today? Um, what are you doing right now to represent women? Um, I wasn't a big fan of their Galaxy, you know, second mint. And when, when they said, we're going to make this more inclusive, well, I don't think so. Um, and it wasn't so inclusive after all. Uh, so my issue is that, you know, it's not enough that your, your name in your NFT project is women, you know. Um, it, it's not enough for me to buy it. And, you know, it could be a blue chip and I could regret what I'm saying. Um, but I do think, you know, I have to invest where I feel like I can talk about this project. I'm proud of it. And I didn't get that with world of women. Um, and I, I still don't have that with them. Even when I saw them at Beacon, even when, you know, and I, and I went on spaces and I kept saying, you know, cause people were like, Oh, it's like the next thing. And I was like, well, that's funny that you say that because when you see them in real life, their booth is so tiny. You think, you think that like they just popped in because when you see them in real life, they're not getting, well, anyway, for me, I even went to their events and what really bothered me at VCon was when you had to have four women projects create a women's event. And I was like, why is it that women feel this need to go get together why couldn't we have four different women events why do the men have 10 different events and they're all filled up so so interesting that's yeah. why I, I, i'm having yeah i'm having a hard time with a lot of these women projects i'm like are we choosing to remain small is that what we're choosing to do because if you really are this blue chip nft project and you've got all this money why are you so tiny why am I having a hard time finding you in this space? Um, and so I, you know, but that's where my mind goes um, because, you know, what we see on Twitter, what we're seeing online is not what I'm seeing in real life is basically. And then, and then that's interesting because at <laughs> NFT NYC, well, they had a bunch of events. I have a wow G couldn't get into any of them. And then they did like, I don't know if you saw, but they did this Madonna event. I don't know yeah. how many people were going. got into it, but you know, I, I, I doubt that was cheap, but they didn't have, they didn't have anything like at NFT NYC. I mean, I never saw anybody. And like I said, I'm a holder and I couldn't even get into any of the events. So I also yeah. can't get, um, anybody to reply or help me get into discord that I've been asking about for months. So I feel like we need to have you back on Melina for what we call NF truths, <laughs> NFT yeah. truths. Um, it's a segment of ours where we, un we talk about the unfortunate realities and the unfortunate truths of the NFT space, good, bad, and ugly. Um, and I think it would be really, Im uh, really important to have, this discussion go even further because I think uh, 
if we have the ability to shape and evolve it, let's have the tough conversations about what it's going to take. And um, whether that's partnering together, whether that's having separate events, whether that's supporting only women-led projects, whether that's helping women get involved with men-led projects, like let's have that discussion because I think that's um, pretty critical in this stage of, of the game. So I would love to have you back on. I know Mindy Selwood because she's your spirit animal. You're her spirit animal. I love it. And- I mean, but I, and I would love to to partake and that. That's what I mean. It's like, there's so much happening and because it's still so new, there's so much that's going on in my mind. Cause I'm like, why do we limit ourselves? Like sometimes I, I'm, I'm thinking it's not the project. It's, you know, what's going on up here. Like it's gotta be because mm-hmm. why, you know, why do we have to say this? Why do we have to be small? Why do we have to be like, I'm sorry. I'm just, why do we have to do that? You know? And I, I know that it's, it's, it's what's going on in our brains really. Um, and I, I don't want to like FUD a project. I don't want to be like, this is bad. This is, you know, whatever, but there's still so much to learn. And that's why I was saying, Minty, before we do second drops, can we fix those first issues? Like, can we do that? Like, that's where my mind is going. Um, because I just think, I I think for right now, you know, when we talk about community, can we build that community? Can we like, because I say this all the time, you know, you're 500 followers, you know, when people ask me, well, how do I get to a thousand? Well, why don't you nurture those 500? They're going to do free marketing for you. Meaning they're going to talk about you. They're going to love you. They're going to, they're going to be your best supporter. They're going to wear your t-shirts. They're going to wear your caps and that's going to build a thousand naturally. Um, so I'm always about like, how do we nurture these 500 instead of focusing on, okay, the next idea and the next thing, like, let's not do that. Let's, you know, um, but again, we don't know what goes on behind these projects. Who's really on top? You know what I mean? Like, we don't really know what's going on. Um, but yeah, I'd yeah. love to come back and, and play this game. That'd be awesome. And so for our audience, um, tell us where we can find you. So we've got at girl underscore in the verse. That's your Twitter. Is that also your Instagram? Yeah, that's where it gets tricky. So I would just prefer to stick to Twitter for this okay. space because my Instagram is still very web too heavy and it's a different handle. And I'm just like, I don't know yet what I'm going to do with Instagram. Cause truthfully, I don't know where Instagram is going. <laughs> um, I'm also on TikTok, but TikTok, there's no underscores. So it's just girl in the verse. Um, and then my blog, which is an extension of my, my first blog, which is where to forward slash girl in the verse, where now I blog about my journey in this space. Because again, I think, for right now, if we want to attract women to come and enter the space, these women need to feel and understand that we were also lost at the beginning and that mm-hmm. we were also very confused about like owning a wallet. So I'm trying to make it very relatable, um, writing it in the first person, you know, like I'm doing this um, just so that it's easy for other people to get on this. I love yeah. that. Can't That's thank perfect. you enough for joining us. We would love to have you back. This has been so much fun. Um, And everyone, go follow her. Check out girl underscore in the verse on Twitter. And be sure to listen to her uh, podcast as well. Um, And we will be in touch. Oh, my gosh. We didn't even talk about that. So podcast is don't forget your lipstick. And we'll have links to everything in the show notes. So. Thank Thank you. you. Thank you so much, Melina. So Gen FT.
that conversation with Melina, you had to leave because you had a hard stop. Do you want to know how much longer we stayed on? I, what, I, I mean, can only how, how much longer do you think we talked for? 20 minutes. 30 minutes? 30 What'd minutes. What'd you say? 20 minutes. Mm, more. 30 minutes? 45 minutes? No. An hour and 45 minutes. Oh, dang. Wow. <laughs> That's we amazing. We had lots to talk about. We had lots That's to amazing. talk about. Well, one thing that we didn't get a chance to talk to, talk to her much about was her podcast. So yeah. um, it is called Don't Forget Your Lipstick. It's um, it's just awesome. It's such a great, I listened to a few episodes. Um, yep. It's so fun and she's fun and we highly suggest you check it out. So I did, we did talk about it a little bit and I think it might've been off the record that we were talking about it. Um but she talks about the don't forget your lipstick isn't actually a literal don't forget your lipstick. It's more like don't forget your power. Don't forget your superpower as a woman, as a person, as a whatever that is, whatever that thing that she just is saying, like, don't forget whatever it is in you that makes you special, which I thought was really cool. That's awesome. Well, I, I really do mean it um, that she should come come back on the show. We hope to have her again. She 100% um, is. And Good. we also may be doing a Twitter space with her um, somewhat Great. soon. So we are, yeah. we are definitely keeping the conversation open with her. And we are going to figure out how we can work together. Because I truly believe we are all on the same mission to bring more women into this space and just bring this whole space up. So, yep, totally agree. And uh, yeah, and and for all of you listeners, we'd love to hear your feedback. You know, we get a little bit of can candid on this call with her, and we hope to yeah. actually dive deeper in the our NF truths with her to mm -hmm. um, talk about some of the the tough topics that um, that we're facing as women in the Web three and NFT space. So, we'd love to hear your feedback. Please give us a review. Please give us comments on what you think about us diving into these more sensitive subjects. Love it. Yeah, definitely. I would say, I mean, leave us a review on whatever you're listening to. You can um, leave a comment on, you know, any of our social medias. Um, you can email us. It's chat right. at the nifty chicks.io. Um, we would just love to hear from you and whatever way makes you most comfortable. So yeah, let us know That's what you right. think. And as always, thank you so much for listening to the Nifty Chicks. Always remember, invest in yourself. You are worth it. Please listen carefully to the following disclaimer. Neither the host nor the guests of the Nifty Chicks podcast are acting in the capacity of financial advisors. We wish to remain transparent and impartial to the NFT community at all times, and therefore, the content provided by the Nifty Chicks hosts and guests are intended for general information purposes only. Nothing written or discussed by the Nifty Chicks hosts and guests should be construed or relied upon as investment, financial, legal, regulatory, accounting, tax, or similar advice. 
Nothing should be interpreted as a solicitation to invest in any cryptocurrency or NFT, and nothing herein should be construed as a recommendation to engage in any investment strategy or transaction. Please be advised that it is in your own best interest to consult with investment, legal, tax, or similar professionals regarding any specific situation and any prospective transaction decisions. You must do your own research when considering investing in cryptocurrencies or NFTs. We are simply sharing our journey with you as we learn more about the world of NFTs. Happy minting.